tuned in to Mental Impact Radio. Turn the dial up. It's the truth. Mental Impact Radio. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. The Lord has made a way to bring the bride to the airways. Blessings to Orlando Page, broadcasting the truth, a little bit of scripture, and some testimony to the remnant rising. Shout out to the chosen few, what it do? Holy Spirit, bless those who seek and follow you. Interview to interview, spiritual seeds are planted. Let us not lean on our own understanding. You are now tuned in to. Mental Impact Radio. Turn the dial up. It's the truth. Mental Impact Radio. Mental Impact Radio. Mental Impact Radio. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Mental Impact Radio. Let's talk gospel. I am one half of the dynamic duo team here on Let's Talk Gospel, Orlando Page. And then, you, of course, we got our brother, Bertrand McKinney. Bertie, what's good, bro? Yes, sir. The other half of the dynamic duo. What's popping? Oh, what's going on, man? Man, it's man. I'm telling you, it's it's your world, man. It's your world, brother. I'm just here trying to uh, with you, bro. I told you I'm trying to be like you when I grow up, man. <laughs> and I told you, no, you don't. <laughs> man, so well, we got a we got a good show tonight. Yes, got sir. a good one, yes, sir. We got a vet in the house tonight, man. I'm telling right. you. When I first heard this brother, um, he had a song that kept everybody going. I'm telling you, his track was like kept everybody moving, everybody grooving and praising the Lord. Um, I'm going to change it up a little bit tonight. I'm actually going to start off with the song that I first heard him. Then we're going to bring our brother on. So, uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, man, where you do that at? by the brother minister the minister we'll be right back yo hey man y'all check this out bro Got that, got that, got that, got that crazy brain. Yo, yo. Where they do that at? Yo, where they do that at? 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 Where
feeling like some type of lame Now, now, could it be my braids? Or could it be my clothes? It's got people in the sanctuary turning up their nose Now, I don't have a problem with tradition Cause I don't So you praise them the way you praise them And let me praise them the way I want I got a crazy representation for Jesus It's a fact But every time I turn around They ask me where they do that at saying it's all good in the hood chilling like an anti-villain <laughs> <laughs> man 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 i'm telling you brother um let the folks know man where how did you even come up with that track there was it something like you know you were you were listening to some of the you know other mcs or anything of that nature i mean because to me that is uh that's a classic chh track right there i mean a lot of people still isn't touching that track and i'm sorry they, they're just not not to me but anyway uh, yeah, let us know bro well you know when i got delivered right from the 12 years of cocaine back in 2002 and the lord set me free 
And uh, I started going to church, man. It was crazy because my praise for the Lord was ridiculous. I mean, the people would look at me crazy the way I would praise him. And I couldn't figure it out. I was like, dang, if I'm out here in the world living for Satan, they think I'm crazy now. And so I'm saved now and I'm just, you know, I'm all out and I'm gung ho for Jesus. And now they're looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, Lord, come on, what's really going on? I said, like, they, they, they keep asking me. They kept asking the question, where in the world do they do that at? And the Lord said, well, you are, the Lord said, well, you are a peculiar person. I, the way that I created you is peculiar. So they're going to do that wherever you at. And you're going to change, you're going to change mindsets. You're going to change frames of thinking. You're going to change praise, you know, and, and, and be able to set people free. There's no, no, it's nothing worse than being in a place where you can't praise, be free to praise, just turn loose for God. That's a bad thing, you know. When you when you're faced with the restrictions of your parameters and you can't just turn up for God, that's just a bad place to be, you know. So I say to people, don't worry about how they're looking at you. I mean, David danced out of his clothes. Don't worry about how they're trying to look at you and, and maybe looking down their noses at you. This ain't this ain't the reason, man. Let the, let 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 the reason be because you love Jesus enough to just go bananas and granola for him. That's that's where that song came from. He said, I'm going to give them something. I'm going to give them something to, uh, to dance to, to make them ask the same question. You you going to use the same question they asked to make them move for me. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, he kept me moving all these years. So <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Uh, real quick, real quick. Shout out to our sister, Angela. Always here supporting. Always supporting. We love you. Thank you very Thanks. much. Uh, Nolan, how you doing? <laughs> uh, shout out to Nolan Holloway. Shout out to the family over there on Stoop Up. I have the other screen up with the Stoop Up crowd over there. So shout out to y'all. Salute to y'all. Thank y'all. Some of y'all I know you usually go to bed at this time. So <laughs> so thank you for staying up with us a little bit longer. So we love y'all. Thank y'all over there on Stoop Up. Um, yeah, man. So where they do that at? You've been doing your thing here for a while, man. Um, let the folks know a little bit about yourself so we can start jumping into that a little bit. Okay, so born in 1968. Um, got hooked on cocaine in 1985. Locked up 41 times, almost over those four times, a couple of suicide attempts. I uh, was dealing with men and women to get money to get crack cocaine, had robbed my mother. I was robbing drug dealers over there on Moreland Avenue. And I, I fell into a spirit of depression because I'm, you know, I, I started to see myself falling from who I wanted to be. I wanted to run track. I wanted to play ball. I wanted to to do music, which I actually did start doing music, man. I got, I, I left and I followed my heart and rap secular music. And I ended up in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and uh, been signed with actually five major labels: Pan Disc, LaFace Records, um, Rough Town Records, Vision Records, and um, there's one more I can't remember. But you know, all of these labels, these people, and these associations—they were pulling me further and further away from God. The music I was doing, the environment I was in, dealing with the 15 and 20 different women I used to deal with on a weekly basis, and just, you know, I had no no future in that. So at the end of the day, what I was doing, the, the drugs and the alcohol, which I really wasn't making any money down there, but I would do events and stuff just for the alcohol and the drugs. And at the end of the day, they destroyed everything that I thought I could build down there. You know, um, 
I remember one time I was in a bathroom uh, of a bowling alley in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, on Northwest 16th Street, and I hit a piece of crack cocaine on a can, and I, I didn't realize the potency of the drugs down there on the coast of Florida. And man, immediately my ears, my ears started ringing like a high school bell. My heart started beating like a like a bass drum, and this this really bad feeling, this this fiery um, feeling, ran up my spine. And I knew I was going to die. So I'm running down the street, man, screaming. And I, I went into the gas station bathroom, which is the filthiest place, man. I fell on my knees on that floor and said, Lord, please don't let me die. I heard two voices. The first one said, well, he's mine now. I got him now. I got him. And the second voice said, no. I said, no, not this one. I've got work for this one. It, it took the ringing out of my ears, slowed my heart down, and took the, took the fiery... Uh, burning out of my spine and uh, I would have overdosed. I was on my way to hell. So, you know, that all of that caused me to have to leave Florida. I destroyed everything, which was a good thing because when I got back to Atlanta, uh, I still call myself trying to pursue secular music, man. And I had a single I was about to release. It was going to come out several years uh, after I was in Miami. It was called Bust That Drove. It was a weed track. And I was told, it was a fact. They was like, man, when you drop this song right here, it's going to sell millions out the box. Everything you ever wanted is going to be yours with this song right here. You better believe it. And I knew it. And so when I got into the studio to record the song, I had the headphones on. I was in the booth with a friend of mine named Napoleon. And um, he said, man, come on, let's lay these vocals down. So I put the headphones on and he queued up the track and I'm in there getting ready to lay the vocals down. And I heard a voice say to me, he said, you will not record this song with this soul. I was like, Negro, what the, wait a minute. So I took the headphones off and I walked back in there to the, uh, to the booth where he was with the engineer. And I said, Paul, I said, what'd you say? He said, man, I ain't said nothing to you. He said, but I, I am going to tell you to get back in that booth and let's go get this money. Quit playing with me, man. Go on back in now. So I go back in there and I put the headphones on. He queued up the song again. And, uh, Get ready to lay down the vocals. And, and then I heard the voice say it again. He said, you will not, you shall not record this song with this soul. And then my whole head caught fire. Like somebody put a blowtorch to my head. Man, I threw them headphones down so fast. So I come out of the booth shocked. The first thing Post said to me, man, what the, what the blank is wrong with you? I said, man, I said, I'm not going to record this song. He said, you... He said, oh, yeah, you're going to record this song, bro. He said, I'm telling you right now because you're playing with my time and you're playing with my money, bro. I said, look, I'm not going to record this song. He said, bro, he said, Optimo, he said, I'm going to tell you one more time. You better walk back in that studio and put them headphones on or it's going to be me and you up in here. And I told him, I said, Paul, let me tell you something. I said, I can fight you. That ain't no big deal. I said, but I can't fight God. And he just told me what I'm doing is wrong, you know. He showed me a long line of youth walking across this desert and their eyes were black and the line was it stretched for, for, for eons. You couldn't even see the end of it. And toward the front of the line, I could see him falling off of this ledge into this lake of fire. And he told me, he said, you will be held personally responsible for every single soul that is destroyed behind this music. Mm. And I told Paul, I said, man, that's it. I'm done. He said, nigga, you ain't done. I said, yeah, I'm finished. I'm not finna do this. He said, man, great man, you tripping, man. He said, you making me feel like I'm a sinner or something. I said, brother, what you think you are? 
He said, bro, get out of my face, man. Now, I stayed about five miles from where he lived at, five, six, seven miles. He kicked me out of his house, made me walk home. I didn't care. <laughs> mm. I, walked him five, I walked him five to seven miles that night. I made it back to my house. And uh, when I got there, I told my wife what happened. And I didn't pick up music no more for a few months, man. I was too scared because after that instance, I knew that the obligation to do music for the Lord or the world, whichever decision that you made, would have eternal consequences. Either way you go, you're going to do music for the world, there's going to be eternal consequences. I don't care who you are, what you think, how you want to iron it out, how you want to try to explain it, how you want to pan it out. I'm just telling you what it is. You know, and so I had asked God for salvation and he saved me in 2002. I was in the middle of Boulevard downtown and I got set free from the 12 years of cocaine that one night. I was in the street walking around trying to get money for cocaine and I was I was panhandling using God's name to get the money. So I made about one hundred and five dollars an hour. And uh, when I got off Edgewood, I hit Boulevard and I was walking down the street by 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And I heard the voice of God say to me, he said, this day, your soul shall be dealt with. Mm. And he snatched my soul twice. He pulled me into the ground the first time. I went into a place that was pitch black dark. And I said, Lord God, where am I? And he said, my son, for the place that your soul has been cast into is referred to as the abyss. He said, this is the bottomless pit of darkness and torment of which you shall remain until the day of damnation. I'm falling. He let me see the day I was born. I saw a woman laying on her back on this bed, this medical bed with her legs up in these metal stirrups with these padding things under her legs. And um, she was sweating, crying and screaming. Three people in the room, a white male, white female and a black female. The Lord said that that white male was a doctor and the two women were nurses. He said the woman laying on her back in that room was my mother. And that was the day of my birth. And I watched her. She screamed really loud and, and gave a great push. And I came out. I saw the day I came out of her womb. They got me and they squeezed out my nose and wiped me down and cleaned me up. And uh, they placed me in this incubator thing for a second. Well, they placed me in my mother's arms for a second and they left me in this thing that looked like an incubator with a with a light over it. So the Lord began to show me as I went from an infant to a toddler, to a preteen, to a teenager, to a young man, to a young adult, every sin I'd ever committed, the lying, the stealing, the alcohol and the drugs, the dealing with the men and women to get the to get the cocaine and stuff like that. And he told me, he said, I saw everything. He told me twice. He said, I saw everything. And then I went from a young man to an older man. I saw my hair go from black to gray. All of a sudden, I seen a dude laying in a casket on his back. His hands were across his chest, had on a white shirt, gray tie, gray pants, gray jacket. The casket was gray with silver handles. It was beautiful. And I said, Lord God, who is this? He said, my son, see the day of your death. And I was laying in that casket dead as a doornail. Mm. Top half of the casket slammed shut. My feet were back in the ground for the first time right down Boulevard. Man, I'm screaming, shaking so bad. I, done, I broke the crack pipe in the street. It was a brand new crack pipe I had in my pocket. I took $105 in cash and silver that I had acquired during that time. I was panhandling and hustling to get money in Jesus name. And I I threw that money in the street, man. And I just began to repent and apologize and say, Lord God, please forgive me. Please forgive me. He said, no, my son, it's too late for that. This day, your soul shall be dealt with. So he grabbed me again, man. It felt like pure electricity. And I heard a loud rip, like somebody was tearing a sheet or something 
followed by a huge explosion. Boom, and I went underground. I went under the ground the second time. And this time as I was descending, the first thing that hit me was the heat. And uh, second thing was the smell. It was specific. It was burning flesh and sulfur. When I tell you, man, it was so hot, it was unbelievable. When people use the term hot as hell, they have no idea what they're talking about. That means they have literally no idea. I'm falling in this place. I'm surprised I could even. It had to be the presence of God that was on me to sustain me in there. Because there's no way, no way a, a person or a soul could even exist. So I'm falling in this place. And the first thing I see are these gray images around me. They look like ghosts. And I said, Lord God, what are these? He said, my son, these are the souls that are descending into this place by the second. For hundreds of thousands of souls descend or are descending into this place every single second. And I see them coming in like raindrops. As I continued to descend, the Lord turned me on my back and allowed me to look over my head. Now, there are entranceways into hell. They look like giant swirls and they're, they're like maybe 80 to 100 feet uh, away from one another on the earth. You can't see them because you can see them in the spirit, but not physically. But they are there. So he lifted my, my, my soul out of the ground, rather my spirit. And I went up through one of them holes and uh, he allowed me to look down at the earth. That's why I saw the holes. But above me in the sky, I could see three arms extending from the sky down to the ground of earth where I was standing. He had one hand coming down that was blocking the right hand side of the street at Boulevard and Edgewood. And there was another hand coming down that was blocking the other side of the street at Boulevard and Decatur Street. And the third hand that was extending from heaven had a hand at the end of it that was holding me by my physical head in the street. So while my soul was beneath the ground, my body was still being sustained above the ground and it was crazy because cars and stuff was coming and I but I couldn't move I was frozen so my spirit went back down in the ground I continued to descend and he touched my eyes and he let me look down beneath me and man when I tell you with nothing but fire down there nothing but flames and fire man I was like oh my god and I kept falling and uh, he touched my eyes and he let me look into the flames and I could see people burning in the flames and um uh, I could see the fire burning the flesh from their bodies and their bones and the flesh just returning and the fire of hell would once again burn the flesh from their bodies and their bones. And it just continued like this over and over. As I was descending, I think I got halfway. It looked like it was about a thousand foot fall to the lake of fire. It was tormenting all the way, man, screaming and torment, the gnashing of teeth and the cussing and the wailing. It was horrible. And um, he said to me, he said, no one will know how you died. But it is that your death will be declared as a medical mystery. He said, but it is I and I alone that is the giver of life, just as it is I and I alone that is the giver of death. For it is appointed unto man once to die. And after this, the judgment. And I kept falling and he let me see the souls down in there. And there was something moving around in the fire. I couldn't really, you know, I couldn't really visualize it. It was I was moving too fast and it was those things in the fire were moving too fast, but he touched my eyes and he slowed these creatures down. And um, it turns out there are worms in the lake of fire. There are worms in the fire and they were moving at a high rate of speed. They had like this dark grayish greenish color. And I said, Lord God, what are these? He said, my son, see the worms that never dieth." And I asked him again, I said, Lord God, what are these? He said, my son, these are the worms that are continuously tormenting the souls that are in the fire for eternity, for this is the judgment. 
and I watched these worms going into these people. I watched the souls, these people in the fire, pulling handfuls of worms out of their foreheads, out of their eye sockets. They were pulling handfuls of worms out of their nostrils and out of their mouths and out of all of their body parts. And for like every handful of worms that they would pull out of themselves, like thousands more would immediately rush back into them. Mm. Right before I hit the lake of fire, I saw two words come out of the flames. They were made out of fire. The word said, you knew. And I fell into hell screaming. Next few seconds, my feet were back up on the ground above. My goodness. So the Lord said to tell you all. He said to tell them, he said, let them know that I love them. You know, and that is all. So I told you how I was out in the street walking around trying to get money in God's name and how the spirit of the Lord got a hold of me and took me into the abyss where I saw the day I was born and we said I ever committed to the day I died. Put my feet back up on the ground and it snatched me into the ground again and took me into the lake of fire where I saw the souls falling into hell. And I saw the souls in the fire. I saw the worms tormenting the souls in the fire. He told me, he said, you knew. And I fell into the lake of fire. So I don't want anybody that tuned into this broadcast to get it twisted. I don't care what belief you have. I don't care what type of alternative understanding you have. And what I love about God is the fact that he don't need me to confirm what I just told y'all. He don't need me to do that. He just used me to do that at this particular time. But the Bible says, seek ye the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things to be added unto you. The Bible also declares, he said, if you draw nigh unto me, I will draw nigh unto you. The Bible also declares, he said, you know, lean not to your own understanding. I've been an atheist. I've been a Muslim. I've been a Buddhist. I've been a Satanist. But the only thing that ever changed my life was when I called on the name of Jesus. He changed my life. So I tell people. You, you, in life, you need to eat the meat and throw away the bone, okay? And what that means is you can listen to everything. But if I was you, I would focus on praying about what I believe to be the truth and taking it to the God of Isaac, Abraham, and of Jacob because God said he's not a liar. He's going to tell you the truth. A lot of people would rather keep God out of their declaration because they're more comfortable in that and they can solidify or secure their beliefs because God ain't in it. You know what I'm saying? But that won't stop you from facing him on the day of, on the day of judgment. You know, Revelation 20 and 15 states that, you know, those that are not found written in the book of life shall be cast into the lake of fire. So I tell people all the time, you don't even have to believe what I just told you. But if I was you, I would take the opportunity. I tell people all the time, if you don't believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, what's the, what's the problem with it? at least taking an opportunity to see because I just told you that God don't need me to confirm what I just told you guys. You can say, Lord God, even ever as a non-believer, Lord God, I don't necessarily believe that Jesus Christ died for me. But if he did, please reveal him to me in a way where I won't have a shadow of a doubt. You can ask God that. And he'll honor it. Because it's not his will for either one of us to be perished. And at the end of the day, you can't walk around with a, a log on your back because you feel some kind of way because somebody wouldn't receive what you said. All you got to remember is the fact that God said one will sow a seed. Another one will come along and water it. And God himself will bring the increase. So you don't have to force feed people this word. I give people my testimony and let them know who Jesus is to me. And I tell them, if you want to get to know who Jesus is, you could do that without, without a whole bunch of people in your ear, without all these pieces of information coming from all over the place. 
just go to God for yourself and ask him if Jesus is real, if he is your son, if he died for me, please show me. That's all you got to do. And he'll make a way. Yeah, man, you have to provide an avenue. He will make a way, bro. As simple as that, man. Amen. Amen. Man, I, I, I love how you just, um you know, you shared that testimony and how you broke it down. And uh, the main thing is, you know, like you're saying, we have to get it for ourselves. You know, that, that relationship with him it has to be personal. It doesn't matter how much a person tells you about God. It's something that you have to find out for yourself. Your mother can't face that judgment for you. Your father can't face that judgment. You know, nobody that's left up for you to do. You're the person that's accountable for your actions. So, man, that's a powerful testimony. Powerful. Definitely. Um, We appreciate your time, man. We appreciate you coming on, you know, just for sharing that with everybody. You know, some things, Um, oh, honestly, bro, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say, man. You know, like um, usually we go into some music or something around this time, but that testimony is so powerful, man, Um, and just so encouraging. Yeah. My question, my question is, well, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. No, I don't want you to forget your question. I'm good. Nah, so, <laughs> um, so you had, um, you had a stint to whereas he showed you, he showed you some things once before, and then you kind of converted back to your old ways. Yeah. And then he showed you something again. So after this last time, man, um, it just seems like it, it snapped you out of it. Man, when people use the term scared the hell out of you, they have no idea. <laughs> when they use that term, they don't know the magnitude of which God can apply that to your life. And he can scare the hell out of you. He can. You know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of understanding, you know. But then you got you got to remember. Every man, like you said, has got to work out their own soul salvation. I'm glad right. God went there with me. I didn't, probably didn't like how he did it, but the end result is me being alive and my soul being saved from a place of eternal damnation. I'm still here, bro. I'm thankful. I don't care what my flesh has to say about it. My soul is alive and I ain't in hell. So, you know, they're going to take that for what it's worth. Amen. Amen. And, right. the, beautiful, and the beautiful thing about it is, as, as well, is that God could have just let you go. Yeah, he could, could have. Just let you go and just let you burn and just done away with it and moved on but he saw something within you like he said no nah you're not ready he saw something within you to save you to bring you back in order for you to be able to share this testimony to shake you up to the point where you're stepping away from you know the drug usage the the womenizing the you know alcohol or whatever else that you were doing that wasn't of him so that's what I think a lot of people, you know, miss that point of the whole thing as well, is that he could have just let you go. And then yeah. if you don't turn your life around, it's like, dude, come on now. He could have took you a long time ago. Evidently, you do have a reason to be here, a reason to share oh, yeah. the word that you're sharing. So I thank you so very much for coming on. Like we were talking about Absolutely. all fair behind, you know, um, behind the scenes that we've known each other and spoke to each other, you know, through texts and stuff years and years ago. I mean, I think it was like, what, 
maybe what three three four years ago and i yeah. tried to get you on the show and it never you know panned out and happened but like you said all in god's timing it was yeah. this time for you to come on and share this and let folks know where god brought you from and everything so uh definitely yeah. definitely man we just got to realize that it's all in yeah. god's timing i think i think everybody owes it to themselves because we we can believe in everything else but you got to look at the schematics behind the bible you don't see nobody trying to burn no Qurans or trying to burn no, uh, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses books and all the other beliefs in Scientology. You don't see people going after that to knock that belief down. They're only coming after the Bible, the KJV, the Bible of Jesus, Luke, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. They only trying to knock that down. You got to ask yourself a question. Why? Why is that one book? So, you know what I'm saying? So threatening to people. Why is that? What is it about this one book? How come they don't do that with Muslims? How come they don't do that with atheists? How come they don't do that with Scientologists? How come they don't do that, you know what I'm saying, with uh, Jehovah's Witnesses? They only do that to the, you know, the Bible and the word of Jesus Christ. That, that's the only Bible that, the only book that people come after to debunk and to knock down and to defile and to destroy. The funny part about it is as, as long as these people, individuals have been trying to destroy the word, it's it's been relevant and it's been able to sustain all these hundreds of thousands of years. You know what I'm saying? You need to ask yourself that question. And, and you owe it to yourself to say, okay, God, if Jesus is real, just show me. That's not going to cost you anything but a few words. You got to, but you got to be faithful. You got to be honest and sincere. When you say, Lord, I don't know Jesus, but I'd like to. Mm. You know, if, he, if he died for me, if he's the way to, to, to the truth and the life, just show me. That's all you got to do. Don't make it any harder than what it is. People make it harder than what it is. They tell you you have to go through this procedure. You got to go through that procedure. You don't have to be. You could be on weed. You could be on meth. You could be on heroin. You could be dealing with men and women to get crack or whatever. And he still wants you just like you are. You know what I'm saying? It is what it Amen. is, bro. And, I and minister, you know that. That's the um. That's the beauty of God, right? That's the beautiful thing and the awesome and amazing thing about God. With people, you can do things to people and they cast you away. You know, um, they don't want to have anything else to do with you. With God, you could be, you know, the worst of the worst. And if you go to him with, you know, repentance and he'll forgive you. Like there's so many examples of him taking so many unlikely people, people that you never think he'd use, and he'd use them. Yeah. You know, clean you up from all the filth that you've been in and stuff. So, man, your your testimony definitely deserves to be shared, man. And you, you've encouraged me. You know, I, I really appreciate that. You had a couple of people asking about where is the book at, Minister? You can just go to the website, and uh, you should find it at www.com the real t-h-e-r-e-a-l-m-i-n-i-s-t-a dot com you can find it on the website at the real minister dot com m-i-n-i-s-t-a dot com or you can just look up the book online you can just google it it's called the deliverance of gregory lee todd mm. the deliverance of gregory lee todd 
Mm. If you can type that in the uh, comments or Birdie, if you able to type that in the comments so people can uh, look that up. Actually, I didn't even know that you had a book out. So um, uh, definitely, I'm learning something new today. So um, what it, what is the what what is everything in the book? Everything in the book is your testimony, or do you have extra things that's in the book as well? Everything you heard is in there to the T. And when I tell you it's in there to the T. Uh, verbatim, you're gonna you're gonna read it the same way I just told it, and then it'd be tripping people out, man. They'd be like, "Dude, you told that story the same way five years ago." I was like, "Cause it's burned into my spirit. This wasn't something that just was a drug-induced hallucination. This was a, a a supernatural Holy Ghost Spirit supernatural experience with the Lord thy God, and this is what mm -hmm. delivers people from bondage, man. It's the presence of God. Cause when He shows up, that Holy Ghost fire." will burn everything that's in you. And it's funny because I could be walking past people sitting down at the bus stop. Somebody could be drinking a beer and I can tell you what kind it is. I can also taste the alcohol as they're drinking it. I can tell you what kind of cigarette they're smoking. I can, I can detect the spirit of homosexuality, all this stuff, man. And uh, But my desire for it, it says that it doesn't have control of me. And I asked God about that one day. I said, you, you, you took the alcohol, you took the drugs, you took the bondage to the... Uh, homosexual activity you took the meth and the heroin i said but the taste why is it i could still taste it he said my son that's simple so you'll never forget where i brought you from mm. i was like wow man mm -mm. now that's powerful that would drop me to my knees and full on praise <laughs> crying the just tears are not not just crying but tears the snotting and everything <laughs> no you know god telling you something like that like what oh my goodness man that is just wow that's definitely powerful um just want to say real quick uh you're listening to let's talk gospel right here on mental impact radio uh we're sitting down with the minister um brother just told us you know one of uh his powerful powerful testimony uh, about his life and everything man um so getting into the testimony now how did that segue into the music how did you were you always into music and always in um well yes you were because you were recording that song so um when you were doing that when did it start really going into gospel music or chh um you know like after that last instance when he truly delivered me we and my wife was living in douglasville this happened over 25 maybe 30 years ago 25 mm -hmm. years ago so um after the instance at the studio with pole i came home and i told you i didn't touch music for about a month and so my friend he came back by the house one day <coughs> he said gray i need to talk to you uh, he came to my house. I said, what's happening, bro? He said, man, I'm going to tell you something. He said, I, I went to church today. And he said, and I don't go to church. He said, I don't go, bro. He said, but I went up in there. One of the first things that pastor said, man, he said, you know, he said, a real friend will tell you the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. He said, that's a real friend. And when he said that, he said, man, something went all over me. He said, so he said, I know you say you don't put the music down and everything. He said, but bro. He said, why don't you just ask the Lord if you could do music for him? I said, okay. So he said what he had to say and he left. So that day, 
Because uh, I was still afraid, man. After that experience, I was still scared to do anything. I wasn't picking up no mic. I wasn't picking up nothing. I wasn't even picking up a... <sighs> so hmm. I went. I went. Uh, my, my wife said, Greg, she said, he right. And she said, I'm going to be praying about a name for you. Okay. So I guess about a week later, we live in, in this house in Douglasville. We had just moved there. I don't think we were there for two weeks. And it was so many rooms in this house, man. It was a one, two, three, four bedroom house. It was huge. And I and I dedicated one of the rooms as a temple unto the Lord. I, uh, I built an altar to God in one of them rooms back there in the back. And Rachel said to me, she said, Greg, I got a name for you. I said, what is it? She said, the minister. Hmm. I said, what? She said, yeah, but it ain't spelled like minister. It's minister. And so later on, I went in the room and I was praying and I, I, I got my eyes closed and uh, I saw this explosive flash of light come in the room where I was at. Of course, I had the door closed. And it was a, a, a angel in armor. It was a, in all silver. I'll never forget it. And I, I lifted off the ground and went to my knees. Of course, I kept my eyes closed. I was scared as I don't get up. And the, and the angel said to me, he said, this day I anoint thee the minister. And he touched, he touched my right shoulder, my left shoulder first. And flames came off of the sword all over the room. And he touched the other shoulder. He said, I anoint thee the minister. Fires and flames came off the end of the sword. And he touched my head. I anoint thee the minister. And then it explosion and then he was gone. Man. That's where it's going. Yeah. So my partner, Paul, the one that had, you know, got upset with me, he asked me to help me finish my first gospel album, which was, uh, uh, what was it? Restoration, I believe. First album I ever did for the kingdom of God. He backed me on it, too. Amen. Amen. Um, I know you were saying that you have a single that's coming out. Let the folks know about the single that you have coming out and how they can go about um, pre-saving that. I'm going to put the pre-save link, man, right here in your, if I can go get it right quick. Hold on for a second. Uh, chat. Yeah, I'm going I'm to uh, send that to you. But the, the track is called Party for the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And it's Ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party because a Holy Ghost party don't stop. And people think that just because you get saved that you can't praise God like all get out. You, you're incredibly wrong. You know what I'm saying? Uh, throughout the word of God, the, the Israelites, the, the tribe of Judah, they knew how to get down for the Lord. They knew how to praise him without people's restrictions. You know what I'm saying? And the spirit of God will teach you and show you and touch you in reference to how to praise him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You ain't got to worry about nobody twerking in the house of God because that ain't God. But the Holy Ghost Spirit will give you a dance and he'll give you a song. And, and when it hits you, it won't be anything related to the world. When it hits you, like I, I sit back and I watch the people of the world and I see them running out of gas. For years, they've been killing the same dude, smoking the same weed, drinking the same liquor, going to the same club and they running out of gas. I mean, you just... You're doing everything everybody else is doing. You're talking about everything else that everybody else is talking about. You're using auto-tune to death, and you just your clock is running out, and you're doing no better than anybody else in it. There's very few, but I'm going to tell you something. In this season, God is going to show some people. 
that he is a provider, he's a sustainer, and he truly is the way, truth, and the light. We're in a season right now that's an end-time remnant move of God where he's doing some things that the world is not going to believe, but they won't be able to deny the fact that it's a God move. You ain't going to be able to deny it. In my music, I glorify God and I magnify him because can't nobody, and I don't say this to people. I don't because I'm not an arrogant man. Man, they can't touch what God gives me. I don't care who you are. You're not going to touch what God gives me because he has put, he's placed a specific anointing on the music he gives me. But I walk in humbleness because I know it's not me. But I'm thankful and I'm not, I'm not arrogant in what he does for me, but I am confident that I can go anywhere with what he gives me and I'll be able to touch souls without even stepping into an avenue. You know, I could step into a secular avenue and crank up the Holy Ghost up in that place and they go see God move. Amen. Amen. So uh what we want to do is I know we have another single here from you, um Let It Go. Oh yeah. Featuring yeah. Luke G. Let yeah. the folks know about that. We'll jump into that in just a minute, but let the folks know about that track. Man, I spent a lot of time in my life, you know, before I got delivered and after holding on to stuff. And you, if you don't, you won't be able to live the full-blown glorious life that God has for you, all because you're holding on to something somebody said or something somebody did. You got to let that go. You know what I'm saying? The worst issue you could ever have is to let something from your past bind you up or hinder you from your future or what God wants to do in your life. Sometimes you just got to throw up your hands and say, I've done enough for him. I've said enough. I've tried to pray for him. I tried to stand in the gap. I'm going to keep praying, but I'm going to keep it moving because at some point you got to let God be God and remember that you are not God and you can't fix everybody and everybody don't want to be fixed. Hmm. So at some point in your life, you're going to have to literally let it go. Hmm. 110 in with no sin, man. Amen. Amen. So uh, we're going to jump in to let it go. Like I said, once again, man, this is Let's Talk Gospel with myself, Orlando Page, and Bertrand McKinney. Birdie, we're sitting down with the minister. So we'll be right back, y'all. Hey yo, are you sick of all these social media platforms not allowing your content and your creativity to come to the forefront? If you're ready for a game-changing online experience, let me introduce you to Stoop Up, Stoop the up. digital neighborhood that's shaking up social media. Hey, no more bots, no more fake accounts, and definitely no data suppression. At Stoop Up, we're all about boosting your voice, celebrating creativity, and building dope connections. It's where family-friendly and positivity unite in style. Hey yo, so we're calling all community leaders, artists, entrepreneurs, and content creators. Get ready to cash in on your videos, streams, autocasts, photos, and your thoughts. On Stoop Up, you become a creative partner and monetize with just one supporter and a fully loaded stoop. Don't miss out. Log on today at www.stoopup.com and join the digital neighborhood for free and let's supercharge your creativity. Stoop Up, be the good news. 
For classy apparel for men and women small to plus sizes, visit AGP Pearl's Fashion Boutique on Atlantic Boulevard. Shop in-store or online for casual, business casual, informal, semi-formal, and dressy clothes. AGP Pearl's Fashion Boutique offers personal service. AGP Pearl's Fashion Boutique, 4567 Atlantic Boulevard, by the Hard Bridge Ramp. Call 431-7071 or click agppearlsfashion.com. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Hey. Yeah, it's your man, the minister, once again, still representing for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? Somebody told me. Somebody, somebody told me. Let it go. Holding on too long. Gotta let it go. Yo. Let, it, let it go. Hey. Hold on. For everybody, whether you in the church or off in the trap, you're thinking too, it determines where you're going. So take the time to consider where you at. Where every one of us has made mistakes, it's just what it is, and life is a given. But ain't no reason to be stuck in a season that you refuse to leave because you're dripping. You got a life and you got a brain. Life is a journey, yo, this ain't a game. But some of the stuff we decided to do to come up with the money is really a shame. Whether you got it slinging in the trap or you came up with it laying uh, on your back. I ain't finna trip, I know what it is because I'd have been there. This is a fact. But I can't tell you today is a way to come up out of the mud and the clay. Stop you from drinking liquor every day. And get you off of the weed and the yay. He's the one you call on when you fall. The one that help you get up over the wall. All you gotta do is give it to Jesus. He's the only one you need, that's all. Keeping it real and hoping you're feeling it. Really doesn't matter what you've been dealing with. From the moment he came into my heart, he been on the job and shorty you're killing it. Seem like you've been in the game forever, rolling with the weed, pills, and the blow. And maybe somebody done told you before, but baby, today you need to let it go. Plus years old on the go Ain't nothing for me to get out on the road Pull up out the driveway Onto the highway Into another city for the show So how do I stay hot like this clean Well that's first John the 316 But you gotta gonna get in the word Cause it's the only way you ever be able to understand what I mean I'm like hey, Now come up with the blood Coming right up out the curb Representing for the whole team And by no means will I sell out Cause I'm like so blessed I'm like so fresh I'm like so clean And by the blood of Jesus I'ma stay this way And if you know where I came from You know what I mean I give all the glory to the one true king This one goes out to all my peeps Off in them clubs and in them streets From Bowen Homes to Tech Wood to Mechanicsville, y'all, it's all good, cause it's all hood. And it seemed like yesterday, when I was going through it, I'm blessed today. And you may not understand it, but don't take your life for granted. Cause one day you could be here and be gone the next, it is the way you planned it. It's just the way life goes sometimes, but you need to make up your mind. You've been in the game for years, rolling the weed pills in the blow. Now maybe somebody done told you before, but baby, today you need to let it go, yo.
Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! What? <laughs> what? Oh my goodness! Um, Minister uh, Mary Goosby, Sister Mary Goosby, was asking, "Who is the producer on that track?" Oh, uh, Luke G. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, because she, yeah, she put, recognized it. Yeah, Luke G. I'm gonna yeah. put the. Uh, I'm putting the pre-save link to the new single into your chat right now, man. And, uh, you know, I thank God for an opportunity to be able to lighten up and brighten up somebody's day. You know, to be able to do that, that makes my day. You know, for anybody that believes they can't get off drugs and they can't get off meth and they can't get out of homosexuality, I got another thing. You got another thing coming. Because Jesus said, I'm not a man that I should lie. Neither the son of man that I need to repent. And I think everybody owes it to themselves to just see. And I say it again. Don't be around a bunch of questionable and double-minded people when you do this. Because in the Bible, Jesus had to separate himself from people and stuff that were so-called believers. And they had a select couple around him when he did his biggest miracles. You know, and in a lot of instances, he'll allow some circumstances to come to pass in your life that'll put you literally by yourself so he can deal with you. But the Bible declares it said you have not because you ask not. You know, when you go to the Lord Jesus, you got to ask him, God, in Jesus name, I've got an issue and you can't be 50 50 about it. You got to be wholehearted about it when you say, I need you to set me free. I'm in bondage and I need you to deliver me. And, I, and there's nothing I can do about the bondage that I'm in. I need you to deliver me. I need you to save me. I need you to set me free. There's nothing I can do to deliver myself. I need you. And when you do that, you take control of the situation and you pass it over to the Lord Jesus's hands. That's what he wants. He wants you to give it to him. He don't want you to say, okay, God, I give you half of it and I can handle the other half. That's not what he wants. He wants you to give it to him entirely and then get out of the way and watch him work. Now, either he is who he says he is or he isn't. My question to you is what do you got to lose? What if he is who he says he is? And everybody that's around you telling you that Jesus ain't way the truth and the life and all this and that. And everybody around you is wrong. Why don't you see for yourself? You know what I'm saying? My mama told me, she said, Greg, she said, I don't believe none you see. Don't believe none you see and only half of what you hear. Mm. Mm. Amen to that. Amen to that. Your mama was a wise woman. Definitely wise woman. <laughs> Definitely, man. Um, wow. All I can say as well right now, because it's, it's been definitely a, um, a heartfelt tugging uh, show with a um, strong, strong testimony by the minister and some great music as well, man. The music is pretty much secondary to the, you know, to the testimony, though. And that's what it's all about. So if you're looking at the replay of this show, and your spirit and your soul is being tugged and you don't know who jesus is reach out man reach out to any one of us we would be more than happy to speak to you or point you in the right direction so that you can get what you need in order to move forward with your life so uh definitely man um birdie you want to wrap it up for tonight Man, uh, the minister said everything, bro. You know, I'm gonna listen to the spirit. There's nothing that needs to be said after what he said. If y'all were listening and paying attention, then 
you get the gist of it. So, man, salute to you, minister. Salute to you. I pray that God just continues to bless your ministry, man. Amen. It's an honor, man, and a pleasure. And at the end of the day, it's not even about me, man. God got the glory out of all of this tonight. He is to be praised in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, we're getting a lot of requests from a stoop up crowd and from here in the comments to run that last joint back. So that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to head and run that back. Um, that song is out right now, right? Yeah, they can get it anywhere. Yeah, so Let go ahead and get that joint. Y'all like it, man? Get it. It's out everywhere. Actually, it's um, in rotation on our station, 24 hours a day, seven days a week on Mental Impact Radio. Make sure y'all check us out, man. Um, you can download the free Live 365 app and favorite Mental Impact Radio. You can also download the free His Hop Radio app and um, favorite mental impact radio we're one of many stations that are on that app so definitely man um go out there and get it i shared shared the link um for uh the minister's website and the pre-saved link on on the page is on the mental impact radio page if you do not see it under orlando page but um after the show i will make sure that it's on the orlando page um facebook site and everything so that everybody get a chance to check that out if you want to go ahead and pre-save the last track and everything so all right so uh we pray and hope everybody has a great night man we appreciate everybody's support we love y'all remember thursday night tomorrow night we have bible study with pastor g which will be here with him chopping it up um and then friday night we're sitting down with trice 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 whitley um right here so man yeah say that five times for real but uh, trice. <laughs> trice whitley we're gonna have a great time friday night and we're absolutely gonna have a great time in bible study tomorrow night with uh pastor g at 9 30 um right here on facebook and also stoop up um i'm thinking about it we're gonna start designating one show strictly on stoop up we're gonna be going live strictly on stoop up one show a week not sure what day just yet but y'all get ready for that so y'all need to start running over to stoop up and get your stoops ready so you can go ahead and start supporting even more people that are over there doing some great things and sending out some good some good loving vibes over there all right so let it go once again by the minister yeah let it go let it go hey yeah, it's your man, the minister, once again, still representing for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? Somebody told me, somebody, somebody told me, let it go. Hold it on too long. Gotta let it go. Let it go. Whether you in the church or off in the trap You're thinking too, it determines where you're going So take the time to consider where you at Where every one of us has made mistakes It's just what it is, and life is a given But ain't no reason to be stuck in a season That you refuse to leave, cause you're tripping Cause you got a life and you got a brain Life is a journey, yo, this ain't a game But some of the stuff we decided to do To come up with the money is really a shame Whether you got it slinging in the trap Or you came up with it laying on your back I ain't finna trip, I know what it is Cause I done been there, this is a fact But I can't tell you the day is a way To come up out of the mud and the clay Stop you from drinking liquor
Jamaica every day and get you off of the weed and the yay. He's the one you call on when you fall, the one that help you get up over the wall. All you gotta do is give it to Jesus. He's the only one you need, that's all. Keeping it real and hoping you're feeling it. Really doesn't matter what you've been dealing with. From the moment he came into my heart, he been on the job and shorty you're killing it. Seem like you've been in the game forever, rolling with the weed pills and the blow. And maybe somebody done told you before, but baby, today you need to let it go. Plus years old on the go Ain't nothing for me to get out on the road Pull up out the driveway onto the highway Into another city for the show So how do I stay hot and like this clean With well, that first John of 316 But you gotta gonna get in the word Cause it's the only way you ever be able to understand what I mean I'm like, hey, now come up with the blood Coming right up out the club Representing for the whole team And by no means will I sell out Cause I'm like so blessed I'm like so fresh I'm like so clean And by the blood of Jesus I'ma stay this way And if you know where I came from You know what I mean I give all the glory to the one true king This one goes out to all my peeps Off in them clubs and in them streets From Bowen home to Techwood to Mechanicsville, y'all it's all good cause it's all hood and it seemed like yesterday when I was going through it I'm blessed today and you may not understand it but don't take your life for granted cause one day you could be here and be gone the next day the way you planned it it's just the way life goes sometimes but you need to make up your mind you've been in the game for years rolling the weed fields in the blow now maybe somebody done told you before but baby today you need to let it go yo going crazy um brother minister right. can, you, can you pray us out bro yeah man lord said let them know healing is on the way father i want to thank you right now for this opportunity to come before your mighty throne in order to surrender submit and commit the gifts that you've given unto us unto you thank you for blessing me to surrender myself for you that you can come in and have your way in this place God, there are some people, Father God, that need to be encouraged at this moment. And you said that greater is he that is within us than he who's in the world and that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. God, Luke 10 and 19 states that you've given us the authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Psalms 91 and 1 states that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abideth under the shadow of the Almighty. God, you sit up, you sit up on high and you look down, Father God, you are author and the finisher of our faith. Touch the hearts of those that need encouragement and let them know that you're not far from them at all. And you say in your word that if we draw nigh unto you, that you would draw nigh unto us. Father God, speak to the hearts and the souls and the spirits of your children right now that are struggling with anything. And let them know that they can cast their cares upon the one that cares for them in the name of Jesus. And that the joy of the Lord is their strength. Father God, that you can give them a peace that surpasses any and all understanding. 
Tell them to cut off the secular music. Tell them to cut off the secular TV stations. Tell them to get off phone and get into your presence, Lord God, for the secret place, Father God. This is where you dwell in the secret place and you need that, that private time back, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, you say that we draw nigh unto you. You will draw nigh unto us. Let us make that initial step to get back closer to you, Lord God. We come against anything the enemy has ordered against our minds, bodies, hearts, souls, and spirits in any way, shape, or form. Any demonically satanic entities, activities, devices, presences, and spirits of any kind. We rebuke, bind up, and cast back down into the bowels of hell in the name of Jesus. God, I'm asking right now that you let your precious blood just cover our, our, our minds right now. Let the fire of your Holy Ghost Spirit purify our hearts right now. Let your Holy Ghost Spirit in your hands put a hedge of protection around us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And not to forget that the joy of the Lord is our, is our strength. Not to forget, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that when the enemy comes in like a flood, that the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. God, I bless you for every soul that tuned in tonight, knowing that it wasn't about me, but that you got the glory and the honor and praise that you initially wanted to get because you are worthy of glory and honor and praise. I'm asking that you bless your children tonight to let their minds be washed, clean, cleansed, and purified, set aside for righteousness sake, touch their flesh. If the enemy is ordered against anything against their flesh, we rebuke it, bind it up and cast it back down into the pits of hell for eternity. Anything that's been ordered against their spirits, Lord God, we plead the blood of the lamb and the fire of the Holy Ghost spirit against it right now asking that you bless them to know that if you be for them, who can be against them? Bless them to know that greater is he within, that is within them than he who is in the world. Let them know that they can ultimately, without question, do all things through Christ that strengthens them. And this day is the day that the Lord has made. And baby, you shall rejoice and be glad in it. No questions asked. Mm, 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 mm. Y'all good night. Amen.